1: Hi, folks, and welcome to WCN TV. This is Tuesday, January 23rd, 2024. Uh, Before we get things rolling today, i got to make sure you all know about our upcoming conference. So we have this short two-minute video we're going to show you, and then we'll jump into the show.
0: Generally speaking, unruly inflation continues to come down,
2: and this revolution will come at a brace taking speed, it will be like a tsunami.
0: Respect for our laws has been eroded by aggressors who come in battalions to hold us hostage in our own land.
2: Islamic terrorists have
0: acted just like wild animals going after their prey. The
2: God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. We have to commit that the Bible is the only answer for humanity. The Ecclesia, the called out wants. We have got to grow a backbone.
0: The highest sex traffic event in the nation is the Super Bowl. We're in the most intense war in the history of humanity. It's
3: happening right now.
0: The Wisconsin Christian News Ministry Conference, April 12th and 13th. Come worship with the MPK Christian Celtic Band. And national recording artist, Layton Howerton. So let our heaven and nature sing, let our heaven and nature sing. The conference will be held at the Stony Creek Hotel and Conference Center, 1100 Imperial Avenue, Rothschild, Wisconsin. Purchase your tickets today at CoachDaveLive.com slash events. That's CoachDaveLive.com slash events. You can also call 715-486-8066. For more information, see you at the conference. God bless you.
1: Okay, so that is April 12th and 13th, and I hope you will plan now to join us. It may just be the highlight of your year. And we're going to keep playing that and drill it into your head until you buy the tickets, so you might as well just get them now. You know, this is going to be a year for our country like we have never seen before. And so now more than ever, we need to be with like-minded people from all over America. We need to learn how to stand against what is inevitably coming this year and not back down. Rest assured, the next big thing is already being planned. And I have a feeling that um, the year of COVID is going to be nothing compared to what the globalists have planned for us this year. Tickets are available now, so get yours at coachdavelive.com slash events. And um, I'm planning on being sold out, so uh, get your tickets when you can. Okay, we have a great guest on the show today. He hasn't been on the program for a while, but I'm honored to have him back. Usama Dakdak is our guest. Usama was born and raised in Egypt, and he's a firsthand expert on the topic of Islam. His ministry is called The Straight Way of Grace, and they work to minister the truth about Islam to people everywhere, including, and perhaps especially, to Muslims. <clears throat> to find out more about Usama at his website, thestraightway.org.
2: Usama, my friend, welcome to the show. Hey, brother, good to be with you. Thank you so much for having me today. And um not upset about not having me for last whatever few months we have, but look forward to have you uh, to be with you again sometime this year before 24 will end. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. I'm glad you're here. Now you have a, uh, uh, I, I have my list of topics, but you have a topic that you want to get into, and I think we should do that first. Well, um, so why don't you? Why don't you? you got. I know that you've got a video for us, mm-hmm. but um, kind of give us an introduction to this, and then we can discuss that.
2: Well, I think this video is important, and I'm thankful that you will allow me to share it with our wonderful people here because it's an old video, but we just got hold of it a few days ago, and uh, it's amazing how the Muslims are getting bolder and bolder in America, not just in Israel. The problem is not just in Israel. The problem is the hatred of the Muslims uh, to the Jews everywhere, including Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin is not far away from you, and here is a Muslim imam spoke the truth in boldness beyond our imagination so i'm looking for uh, to watch the video together it's only a few minutes and uh, we'll do our best to respond to it in in a few minutes as well
3: we neglected the principle of support, which is al-jihadu fi sabilillah, The only way that can stop is to face the enemy the way they face us. They face us with aggression. We should retaliate with aggression. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the Quran, Fight! In a path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who fight against you, they'll fight, they'll defend the deen, they'll defend their lands, not with their tongues, but with their blood. And each one of us should be a soldier today. So I, you know jihad, they will try everything, but it's only jihad. Only jihad that can bring victory. Not contracts, not agreements, not, allies, not all these things. Only thing, wallahi, that can bring izzah to this Ummah is Al Jihad الذي تردد كلامه في كتاب الله وفي حادث محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم The only thing that can bring izzah, honor, and glory to this nation is Jihad Hani and لإخواننا في غزة أبطال والله they are warriors أبطال they are warriors they are men just like the Sahaba. لا الموت ولا يا يهود المجرم الظالم المفسد كلكم hatman سيقتل The yahood The aggressor. The evil. You describe them. What they do. والله الذي لا إله All of them will be killed by Muslims. They all will be executed by Muslims. This is a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's gonna happen. This is Imam Hajj, yellow, not yellow, but yellow.
2: From Madison, Wisconsin, speaking his heart, speaking his mind, speaking his ideology, speaking his beliefs, which by the way, every Muslim Imam in America holds. I know we got plenty of Muslim Imam breakfast in Takiya. That's Quran chapter three, verse 28. Those who were ties, pretending to be the loving, peaceful, moderate Muslims. When in reality, every Muslim Imam in America Whenever you go to a mosque or Islamic center somewhere in America, and you meet the leaders of the mosque, they're all in the same suit. They all believe the same thing. Actually, That's
1: the uh, religion of peace, right?
2: Sure, absolutely. Very peaceful. Uh, I think we have a problem in America is that most Muslims do not speak clear English, so we have accent. So when we say Islam is a religion of peace, you maybe hear us peaceful. It's peaceful. We cut pieces to pieces. We cut people to pieces, as Allah taught the Muslim in the Qur'an. That is, literally, Allah in the Qur'an teach Muslims to be hit, to cut the fingers and the toes, and to cut the hands and the legs from opposite sides. These are the verses of the words of Allah in the Qur'an, which, is, which means Islam is a religion of pieces, for they love to cut people to pieces. So, he's talking about, the literally, the annihilation of the Jews. He's not talking about Israel. He's talking about the Jewish in planet earth because he's asking everybody to join the jihad movement. He's, he's bragging about jihad by saying we neglected the principle of support which is jihad for the sake of Allah. He said, only jihad can bring victory. Only jihad can bring honor. He is bragging. That imam, by the way, that video is over four months old, but we just got it a few days ago. So this, this was hot. On the 13th, I believe, that's when this video has been, that sermon has been pr- brought by Imam Hajj Jello, And he's bragging about the, the October 7th savage Muslim by telling us they are the true victorious, they are the true warriors, they are the true champion. And he explained to us in his own words that they are exactly like those whom Muhammad had friendship with, the companion of Muhammad. He's telling us that is exactly how early Muslims, Brother Ra, lived Islam, which is reality. The man did not lie. He told us the truth. The problem is most American people are unaware or ignorant of that fact. Uh, So we're we're supposed to kill all the the Jewish people. And when that that day comes, Allah will be rejoicing. An honor will be given to Allah. Some of the Arabic was not translated accurately, but that's okay, because it will take a long time to cover all this material. But he quoted Quran chapter 2, verse one hundred and ninety, which is the earliest verse in the Quran Allah used to encourage Muhammad and his companion to perform jihad, to engage in war. And the verse is actually saying, you kill those who kill you. You perform jihad against those who perform jihad against you. But here's my question, Brother Ra. Who attacked who on October seven? Did the Jewish people attack the Palestinian on October seven, or the Palestinian with the leadership of Hamas attacked and killed the Jewish men and children and raped women on October seven? Who was aggressive on October seven? That's
1: a good question. Um, it is yeah, so. He is. He is. Come on. Uh, Yeah, so he's in Madison, Wisconsin, but you can bet that uh, uh, there are imams in every state doing the same thing.
2: Absolutely. We just cut that video. That's all. The only difference is, do we have the video or not? Do you have the evidence of what they believe or not? Did they make an error and somebody was inside the mosque with a secret camera from Maria, for example, and he did not know about it? But so Hamas is aggressive people. Hamas is the jihadi people. Hamas is the one who attack and kill innocent Jewish people, raping women, killing innocent babies, literally beheading babies, and killing babies from life to death in front of their own moms, mom's and dad's eyes. That's how savage Islam is. So according to Quran chapter 2, verse 190, the Jewish people have the right to annihilate Hamas from the face of the earth. But guess what, Brother Paul? Brother Paul, Brother Paul here's, here's a very important fact. That verse teach Muslims can only engage in war with those who engage in war with them. And that was the early verses of the Quran which Allah taught the Muslim to perform jihad. But nobody attacked Muhammad. Nobody engaged in war with Muhammad. Nobody ever started a fight against Muhammad and his people. Therefore, Allah abrogated that verse. He canceled that verse by giving us new verses. And then new verses, like 47.4, like 9.5, like uh, uh, 2.16, they use verses where Allah said, no, 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 forget about them. You don't wait until they engage in war with you because they're a coward. They're not going to fight you. You perform jihad against them openly if they start the fight or not. And that is the final word of Allah. It is no such a thing as defensive war. It is offensive war. Muhammad never defended himself because nobody attacked Muhammad. That's why Allah abrogated that verse which gave Muhammad and his companions the right to defend themselves by fighting those who fight them. And since nobody fought Muhammad, therefore Allah had to give new verses and the new verses said, fight them wherever you find them, besiege them, lay wait for them with every kind of ambush and behead them. Take the women and children as concubines and slaves. And that is exactly what the Muslim did. The Hamas true believers did on October 7th in Israel.
1: Okay, so I've got a question for you. And um, I'm sure you have the answer. All during the Obama years, Islam was constantly in the news, along with graphic footage of scenes of Muslims murdering Christians in cold blood all over the world but we also had almost daily attacks here in America. Then, when Obama left the White House, all those attacks just seemed to kind of end. So did they really end, or did the mainstream media just stop reporting on it? And if that's the case, with Obama himself being a Muslim, why were we showed the murderous acts of Islam on a daily basis for eight years, while at the same time having it drilled into our heads that Islam is a religion of peace?
2: Well, there is one verse in the Quran... Which talk about peace and uh, your statement is very powerful because that will clarify uh, the the picture very well for everybody's watchers right now.
1: It but just it know. just
2: seemed to go away suddenly. Uh,
1: Trump gets in the, in in office and uh, suddenly it's all over. Sure.
2: That's true. No more orange jumpsuits.
1: Right. No more beheadings, sure. No more. You know.
2: So Absolutely. what happened there? It's a fact. It's a fact, and it's not accidentally a few months, but it's for years. Eight years under Obama, we have problems. Four years after Trump, do not have any problems. Now it's almost three plus years under Biden. We have the same problems which we have under Obama. 47-4, uh, 35 Quran 47-35, Allah said, Do not be weak, call them for peace when you have the upper hand. The only time Muslims are peaceful, it is when they are weak. And they are weak when you have strong leadership in America. Under Barack Hussein Obama, it is a weak leadership. He, he apologized to the Muslim worldwide. He met with the Muslim Brotherhood in my home country, Egypt. He gives them the whole, the whole country of Egypt. And he was so weak, makes Muslims strong. If you are weak, your enemy is strong. If you are strong, your enemy is weak. It's reality. You cannot have both strong, especially when you know in reality Muslims are not strong militarily or in any way, shape, or form. So you got Obama in the White House is weak. Now Muslims are strong. They show the real color and the true practices of Islam to be practiced. I mean, the true commands of Allah. Don't be weak. When he has the upper hand, Allah gives them a golden opportunity, eight years to be savage, and they practice the savage teaching of the Quran. Now Obama's gone. Trump came to power. They know Trump will not play games with them. Therefore, they took a step back. So the media did not cover it because there was nothing to cover As a matter of fact, the media will not talk about it and say, we have no clue how much damage Muslims have been doing in the last three years under Obama, similar under Obama, because the media does not want the American people to get alert and get smart. Wait a minute, we got our border open, and those people are coming to our country every day from the northern border and the southern border. No, no, they don't want to talk about it. As a matter of fact, the media will distract people like the magician. You know how the magician uses his right hand to catch your attention on something else while he's doing something by his left hand? That is what the media is doing. They are distracting the American people to learn the truth about Islam when they have their own people, the weak liberal Democrats uh, uh, in the White House. Otherwise, they will try to search for a story to show you, oh, look. Trump is a problem. Now we have a problem in, 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 in Afghanistan. Now we have a problem in Syria. Now we have a No, they could not find it because I promise you, when Trump comes to power, sadly, sadly, I hate to say that, it will be peaceful in some places, but maybe we're going to have chaos in America because of the open border for the last three years plus the next few months until somebody comes to clean up that mess. But there are plenty of Muslims now inside this country who will do a great harm to this country. Sadly, remember that on January 23rd, 2024, I was on your show, keep record of that, and I would say we're going to have some real hard times in America. Assembly, as a result of what this liberal o Biden and his people did to this country, not because Trump is a bad guy, but because he let the, door, the back door open for every wicked Muslim to come to this country, and they are planning to use him for the destruction of America.
1: Well, and I want to get into that in more detail as we get into things. But first of all, why don't we show that map, Jonathan? Um, let, let's look at the Middle East. And uh, so there you have kind of the whole area there. See that little strip called Israel. Um, but you saw. Yosama, tell us how Yemen suddenly became so involved in the conflict there. And who are the Houthis?
2: Well... Believe it or not, Iran is the mama or the papa or the sugar daddy to, to Yemen. Uh, Iran is empowering everybody around Israel to destroy Israel. So Yemeni is Shiites. Iran are Shiites. Iran got all the money they needed, the billions of dollars from Biden, and before that from Obama. See, here we go. You give your enemy money, which means what? You're strong? No, you're weak. You're coward. You're trying to make your enemy strong. So Iran supported Yemen because they are, their, they are their children, they are their family, they are their buddies, to do all the dirty work, not only for the problem we have through the Red Sea and the ships on this area down there, but also now they, have the weapon which they can use to launch war against Israel. If you look at the previous map, brother, if you don't, back, if you don't mind, put the map back again. Israel is not about land. Israel is not about occupying this land. I'm going to show you from the Quran, chapter 5, verse 20 to 26, that that piece of land was given by Allah in the Quran to the Jewish people, literally 3,500 years ago. No kidding. And uh, there is no short of supply of land. Look, you cannot even see Israel on that map. You look how many, all these Muslim countries surrounding Israel? Israel is a small country than New Jersey. As a matter of fact, let's look at the other map, if you don't mind, uh, our producer. Now, if you look at Israel, that colorful map down there, it's actually smaller than Sinai, which is the desert belong to Egypt between the two ears of the Red Sea. Israel as a whole country, including Gaza, is smaller than Sinai, the small desert between the two ears of the Red Sea. It is not about land. It's about the hatred which Muslims have against the Jews. And if you want to understand that Imam Jello who preached that every Jew will be killed by the hand of the Muslims, if you want understand how much that man hates America, how much that Imam hates the Christians who are watching me right now and every Christian in planet Earth, you have to understand that that small, tiny city, or that small, tiny, I consider it a city, literally, when you compare it to the big countries all over near to it, that small, tiny country of Israel is, to the Muslim, a small devil. And America is the great city. So if you see how much Muslims hate Israel, think about it 100 times more, their hatred to us, America, the Christian nation. So uh, it's, it's, it's a mess. We know the scripture foretold us that there will be big war coming up there. We maybe are in the end of time, maybe not, because nobody knows the hour or the time. But if it is, it seems to me like we're getting close to the end. Um, God help us. God help us.
1: So in the current edition of Wisconsin Christian News, you wrote on the topic of Israel or Palestine. Now, I'm sure most of our audience understands that Israel as a nation existed long before anyone came up with the name Palestine. But Isamu, why don't you give us a little history. When did Palestine become such a widely
2: used name for the land we're talking about? Uh, there was no mention of the word Palestine in the Quran, which means literally Muhammad did not have a clue, nor his angel Jibreel, or nor his God Allah, that there would be any important thing to come to that land. That land was never known to be Palestine according to the Bible because... We know that the book of Revelation, the last book written in the Bible, roughly around 100, 110 uh, after Christ. That's a good uh, um, 1900 years ago. Up to that point, that land was not named Palestine. When that land was named Palestine, it was 150 AD. 150 years after Christ, the Romans named that land Palestina, not because he loves the Muslim people, not because he loves Arab people, because... That land did not have any Arab or Muslim Palestinians. Why? Because the Arab who calls themselves Palestinians who are not Palestinians, and by the way, none of the Muslim Arab acknowledge Palestinians to be Arabs. So it's like it's a mix. It's a mixed uh, 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 mixed people. You know how the Samaritan are mixed between Jews and Gentiles. The Arab Palestinians are not. Not Palestinians. They just love to call themselves Palestinians. I'm going to tell you why in a minute. But they're not Arab either because they're mixed blood. Some of them have Arab blood mixed with Jordanian blood. Arab blood mixed with Syrian blood. Arab blood mixed with Turkish blood. Arab blood mixed with Lebanese blood. So it's a, it's a kind of mixed blood. They're not an Arab group. Now, those people did not exist in that land until 641 AD. That is actually a year after the Muslim invaded Egypt. We have to understand, Islam did not exist until literally 600 years after Christ. So there is no way, there is no way Muhammad migrated from Mecca to Medina 610. He became, he claimed to be a prophet at the age of uh, 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 40. He died at the age of 63. He died in the year 632, 63. So there was no... Muslim in that land for 640 years after Christ. 641, that's when the Arab went to that land and then they have their mixed blood with all these other blood. Why did he call themselves Palestinian? Or When did they actually call themselves Palestinians? That is literally less than 100 years. They were never called Palestinians up to 100 years. If you study the history of mankind and the history of Israel and the history of the Arab who live in that land, you will never you'll never see any problem between Arab and Palestinians 100 years ago. As a matter of fact, when Yasser Arafat was appointed to be the leader of the Palestinian, 40, some 50 years ago, 14 years, the man was not in that land. He did not even bother to go to fight for his land, as Muslims claim, for 10 years. So why does he call himself Palestinian is very simple. Rob, if you have a, a man in your neighborhood by the name Mr. Smith, and Mr. Smith died, And I come and I live in the same house where Mr. Smith used to live. I'm just going to change my name from Usama Dakhdok to Usama Smith. Will this make me automatically the owner of Mr. Smith's house? Uh, No. (laughs) That's exactly what the Arab did. They named themselves Palestinians to give themselves the right to, to own that land. When in reality, they are not the owner of that land. Why? Because even when the Romans named that land Palestina, 150 AD, because of their hatred for the Jews, they were not talking about the Arab Muslims, but they're talking about the Caftor people, the Sea people, the Northern people. That is what we read about in the Bible, in the book of Ezekiel, the book of Jeremiah, and the book of Amos. These are the Greek people, the original Palestinians who existed not only in Samson days, in David days, but in Jesus' days, they were Greek. And we will see about that more in the future as we continue with part two and part three in our article, Palestine, Israel, or Palestine. But the Jewish people have four right to live in that land, simply because they have a deed for it. That deed not only given by God in the Bible, as we read about in the book of Numbers, but it's also in the Quran, Quran chapter 5, verses 20 to 26. Any Muslim who will open the Quran and read that passage, Quran chapter 5, verses 20 to 26, it will take less than four minutes to read these six verses. He will come to the conclusion that they are not, that Jewish people are not Occupying to their own land because Allah Almighty in the Quran gave them that land, as we read in the Quran.
1: Okay, all right. Anyone in our audience have any comments or questions? We're about halfway through our show here, so now would be a good time. Just raise your hand. All right, then I've got a question, Usama. Uh huh. So we've got all this hostility. Um, towards Israel, um, all, the, all, all, these, all these people, um, especially the young people in uh, colleges and universities supporting Hamas and uh, government leaders supporting Hamas. Why are so many liberals and leftists taking the side of Islam when Islam would be, I mean, they'd be the first to go when Islam comes to power?
2: I think the Bible is very powerful, man. When I read the verse, Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I said, how can God's people be destroyed? Oh, they are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. How about the other people who are not God's people? You think they have any knowledge? Of course, they don't have any knowledge, but the opposite is true. They actually have the false knowledge. in, uh, in, uh, in our presentation lies in the textbooks. I covered the first three lies concerning Israel Jerusalem, and the wars which took place in that land. We're going to be talking about that more in the article. We will expect to read about that. You will find that for almost since 2004 until today, until today, that is literally 19 years. We allowed the Muslims to educate our liberals, our now, sadly, some of these used to be high school kids in uh, uh, 19 years ago. Now they're congressmen and congresswomen. Now they are people in charge of some Position in this country, they have been brainwashing our children in our textbooks about Israel as occupiers, about Israel as a a, a bad people who launch war against their neighbors. Do not use the word Muslim there. And behold, now the Muslims in America have the guts in different places in our public schools, New York, one of these places, to put a map for Israel. But instead of we put the word Israel on the location where Israel is, they actually put the word Palestine. So obviously it is a result of misinformation. False information has been given by the Muslims for 19 years. Don't forget, Joseph Goblis made this powerful statement. If you tell a lie big enough and keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. That is exactly what's happening. All these liberals, including gay and lesbians, who will be wiped out by the hand of the Muslims. I have no doubt whatsoever that the day is coming and the same Muslim Hamas, the Palestinians, who holding hand with the gay and lesbian to protest against Israel, the same Muslims will be killing the gay and the lesbians in America. So it is double-edged problem, a double-edged sword. The first thing is they have the false information about Islam and Palestinians and Hamas. The second thing is they're gonna be paying for their sin. God has to use somebody to punish the gay and lesbian for their sins. Obviously, Christians are not gonna do it. Why? Because the Bible teaches us to love our enemies. But Muslims will do it. Why? Because Allah said, kill all your enemies, including the gay and lesbian. The sin of gay and lesbian in Islam is beyond the sin of being a Christian. Believe it or not, as a Christian, you're an infidel, and you must be killed by the hand of the Muslims. But gay and lesbian must be annihilated with severe. Annihilation beyond imagination. And I'm sorry to tell my friends, the gay and lesbians who know nothing about Islam, before you hold hand with the Muslims, how about educate yourself about Islam? And more important, educate yourself about Israel to see what you're doing is actually digging your own graves by your own hands. The day is coming and you're going to be buried in your own holes, which you you dig by your own hand as you help the Muslims to take over America.
1: Yep, I, I would not send a kid to uh college or university for anything in the world these days. Uh the indoctrination that goes on there. Uh Russ has a question. Russ, come on in.
0: Uh yes. Uh oh I was wondering, do you uh do you feel that uh the Islam's in America have the upper hand as you as you mentioned uh the upper hand? Uh, do you feel that there are states where they have that.
2: Thank well, you. But, yeah, uh, thanks for your question. But a very important question. I believe there are pockets in America where Muslims already have the upper hand, but not in the entire country. Because I believe personally from experience and seeing what's happening in Europe, uh, that it is around 5.5% when Muslims have the upper hand in a country. Of course, we know Minnesota, it's the first state will fall under the dictatorship or the savage life of Islam, and it is a very dangerous state. Why? Uh, because now we got, it's a small, first of all, there's not too many millions left there, 55 or 6 million, I believe, Americans live there, and you can easily get to the 5.5% for the Muslims in that state by simply just... Uh, allow the border between Minnesota and Canada to be open, which is open. There are millions of Muslims from all over the world who, who want badly to come to America. Not because they love our freedom or our democracy, as they claim, because they are actually, their goal and their aim is to invade America. But they can't. But why? Because our legal system and the, the visas and stuff like that, they can all go to Canada. And I know this for a fact for more than 30 years many of my friends when i came to america could not come to america so they end going to canada and i asked them why do you go to canada they said it is a step to come to america and having canada as a country with this huge border open for all muslims to go there they have no vetting whatsoever as a matter of fact one of the qualifications for a muslim to go to canada is to be a muslim if you are a muslim that qualify you to go to Canada. Having the border between us and Canada in the state of Minnesota, that dangerous border open will help Muslims to invade Minnesota from Canada very soon. Uh, obviously, besides that, there are plenty of pockets all over America where Muslims have more than 5.5% uh, in specific cities, uh, uh, Detroit, Dearborn, uh, uh, Los Angeles, uh, uh, New York, uh, I mean, there are plenty of pockets, even Orlando, uh, in America, where Muslims have large number. And that's where you see Muslims build big mosques, change the rules, allow the mosques to do the call of prayer, allow halal food in every place you go to, like in schools and prisons, stuff like that. So they are smart. You give Muslims an inch, they go for a mile. But till today, America is not a place for Muslims to have the upper hand yet.
1: Um. Harry, you're next, but uh, before we get to you, I, 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 Isama, are you aware that the state of Minnesota just recently voted to change their state flag to more closely resemble the flag of Somalia?
2: Absolutely. Not only that, you will see coming up soon, some of the streets' names are going to be taken Muslim names instead of American names, and thank God for the useful idiots who do not like the name Jefferson, or the name uh, Washington, or the name, you know, because these people own slaves. As if we change the name to Muhammad, now we got rid of that problem. Because not only Muhammad owns slaves, but he will make his followers own the American people as slaves because it is commanded in the Quran for Muslims to kill and to enslave people. And that is a practice in Islam. So you're gonna see a lot of changes happening in Minnesota, not just a flag, uh, they will have more power in the country beyond the imagination. And the sad things, American people are no longer asleep, but it, are in a coma. I guarantee you, if you talk to a hundred person in Minnesota, they will not know what you're talking about. And the rest of the country are in the same problem. They are ignorant of what the Muslims are doing in America. Hmm.
1: Okay, Harry okay, uh, from, uh, Illinois. Illinois. from
2: Illinois.
1: Tell us how things Illinois. are in Illinois.
0: Illinois. <laughs> they're cold. At least we're in the thirties. Sure. Uh, you sure. know the the uh, Muslims. Okay, they're here and they've come across our borders. You know, and it's kind of a blanket question because there's many many other enemies of the of the country that are, that came with them. You know, there's stories that I haven't heard that they were confirmed for sure that in the same buildings that are are housing the, the migrants. That the government is storing weapons, you know how are the Muslims going to arm themselves to take us over? Is that part of it
2: the I do not believe this information is accurate, but I will investigate it myself to make sure that we are on the right track. But in the mosques where Muslims pray, they have weapons, and if every church in america, every church in America have somebody who carry guns there's nothing against the Constitution. For people to carry weapons for self-defense in, in many of the states in America, you can carry weapons. I, pers- I personally always carry on, not because I would like to start a fight with a Muslim, but to protect the people who are in my audience uh, because I know what Muslims are capable of doing, and in me, uh, to be in the pulpit facing the entry of the churches, the door coming in, I got a good spot to protect my audience. So there's no laws about it, but the problem is that in Islam, they are carrying the guns not for self-defense, but for offensive future attacks. And that is why I, why, where I have my problem. Uh, and um, like, like you see in Gaza, uh, where is the weapon? It's in mosques, in hospitals, in schools, where the tunnels are connected from one mosque to another mosque, from one house to another house, from one house to another hospital. That is what the Hamas has been doing in Gaza for the last 20-some years, they actually have a huge tunnels, I mean, miles and miles and miles to do what they're doing. And they're not going to quit. They're not going to stop. Today, they killed 21, uh, 21 Israeli soldiers, is ages between 20 and forties. And I don't think Israel should ever stop their work to annihilate Hamas because it is one of the two are going to survive, Hamas or Israel.
1: Okay. So, you know, we've got, a, everybody is talking about the crisis at the southern border, but you saw me, you mentioned Canada. That's wide open as far as I understand as well. Um, we've had untold thousands, hundreds of thousands. We've had close to 4 million, as I understand, in the last three years come across the northern and southern borders. And many of these are single military age men from Islamic countries. Is that correct?
2: Absolutely. Just, uh, I believe, yesterday, uh, a, a man with an accent from the Middle East were coming and the reporter were asking him, Where are you from? Because obviously, from his accent, I know that uh, uh, most likely he's from the Middle East, most likely he's a Muslim guy. And he said, Soon you will know who I am. Imagine with me the answer of an illegal. Person, a criminal coming to America through our borders, through the southern border, and he's telling us, soon you will know who I am. If you could not figure out who I am, soon you will know who I am. I don't know if that's not a threat. What, is that a promise? Yeah,
1: I saw that too. I saw so, that so so, so
2: so the problem is we got uh, people coming to America from 116 countries. 57 of them are Muslim countries. And that's not what the media will ever tell you. There are plenty of Muslims coming from Africa. Imagine how far Africa. We're not all talking about people looking for a better life from South America coming to America for a job. We're talking about Muslim jihadi who could not come to this country legally. Because believe me, in the last three years, as it was in the eight years under Barack Hussein Obama, it is very easy for many Muslims to come to America legally who are actually bringing Muslim Imams, like that Imam who heard his wonderful, loving, peaceful sermon about killing the last Jew by the hand of the Muslims. These Imams are coming to America on a visa. It's called R1 visa. I tried unsuccessfully to bring some Christians from different countries around the world to come to America on R1 visa. It did not work. The government of America under these liberal leaders do not think that we need any more Christian ministers to come to America, which in fact, it is very needed because I want to minister to the Muslim people by ex-Muslims who are now a Christian ministers who can speak their language, who know their culture, who know how to communicate with them better than I can ever do. I do not know how to speak Indonesian. I don't know how to minister to Indonesian, so I tried to get a minister from Indonesia, ex-Muslim, who can minister to the Muslim of Indonesia in America. But the government of America will not give me a visa for these people, which 100% my right as a non-profit ministry with all the qualification paperwork to bring them to America. But we can bring Muslims from the 57 Muslim countries to America on an R1 visa, Muslim Imams. So you can come to America easily with any visa, the student visa, business visa, a religious visa, tourist visa. The only one who are crossing the border right now from these 57 Muslim country are the one who could not come because they are on the watch list. They are jihadi. They are extremists who have record and they will never be able to come to this country legally. Besides others, obviously, who wanna come to destroy America anyway. And that is where the problem is. They're coming from the southern border and they're coming from the northern border. And there is nothing we can do to stop it unless we get rid of that administrative team, o Biden and his people, and replace it with Trump. Hopefully, preferably that he will help us as fast as possible, as soon as possible, to get rid of these millions. You said four million? I will go for 10 million, brother. You cannot count them if you do not know who they are. You cannot count them. How in the world you come up with a number four million? What if you were ten million? We have no clue. Well, that,
1: uh, that's the number I that I was able to find. It's it's impossible to find the actual numbers,
2: because exactly. they don't
1: even know. No, um, but that was the number that I found uh, in doing research on how Seven. many have come in in the last three years. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's basically what they what the what the government is telling us is ten thousand a day. Over three years, you got three million six hundred fifty thousand, right?
2: Yeah, but how do you come up with ten thousand? Ten thousand—that's from the Canadian border, or uh, oh, that's the southern border, border. or Texas border.
1: That's that's southern border, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So it certainly
1: seems like uh, the uh, the regime in power is is deliberately trying to destroy this country.
2: Sure, but Rob, don't forget, September eleven were not one hundred and ninety thousand people. September 11 were 19 people. And we did know that they don't have any chemical weapon. These people coming from the southern border, we have no clue what they carry in their bags, especially the one we never caught. All it takes is a small bag, biological weapon, and I go to a stadium and you kiss 50,000 people dead in, in no time. So it's a different okay. game now. It's a different game, different weapon. It's not taking an aeroplane to a building to kill two thousand people. It is having a small bag in a place to kill fifty thousand people. So, how many? Yeah, and they're not—they're not,
1: they're not uh, particularly discriminate. They're not just out to kill Jewish people. They're out to oh, kill
2: to anyone America. who's not a
1: Muslim. All the all the infidels, right?
2: Yeah, they are here to destroy America, crumble this country from inside, destroy America from inside.
1: Unfortunately, so okay. Anyone else in our audience have any questions or comments?
2: If we have time, Brother Rob, I'd like to read this few verses, if you don't mind, about the deed of Muslims uh, of Jewish people right in the Quran to own their own country, Israel. Okay, uh, I'll read it quickly here in verse 20, Quran chapter 5. And when Moses said to his people, all my people, remember the grace of Allah on you, when he made you prophet among you, prophet among you, and he made you kings. And he gave you what he did not give any of the world. Obviously, that verse had two errors. There were not many prophets among the Jewish people in Moses' days, because it was only Moses. And there was no kings among the Jewish people in Moses' days, because only God was the king of Israel. The first king came to Israel was actually uh, a good 500 years after Moses. That is King Saul and then King David. All my people, enter the holy land which Allah has prescribed for you. Clear invitation from Allah through Moses to the children of Israel to go to the promised land, to enter the promised land. Another error in that verse that Allah called it holy land, when in reality it is called the promised land. To cut the story short, they said in verse 24, Oh Moses, surely we will never enter it as long as they are in it. Talking about the strong people who used to be in the promised land. So go you and your Lord, so engage in war, surely we are sitting down right here. Obviously, that verse does not make any sense. It's made up by Muhammad or Allah because that statement never took place in the Bible. Verse 25, he said that Moses, my Lord, surely I do not own anything except myself and my brother. So separate between us and the transgressing people. Moses acknowledged here that the Jewish people are transgressors. Why? Because they refused to obey the command of Allah to take over the Holy Land, which is the Promised Land. In verse 26, which is the last verse, he said, that is Allah. So surely it is forbidden to them forever. No, 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 no. That's not what Allah said. He said, surely it is forbidden to them for 40 years. We ask the question, what happened? What happened? in the year 41. The Jewish people took the promised land, as you read that in the book of Numbers, with the leadership of Joshua, and the rest of the judges, who control the entire land. The promised land, in the Bible, Allah called in the Quran, the Holy Land, wrong name, obviously that name was given to it, in Muhammad days, that is after Jesus walked on that land, for whenever our Lord walked, he made the place holy. That is why we as a Christian called call that land Holy Land. But Muhammad did not know that. He thought in Moses' days, it was, it was called the Holy Land. The promised land was given by Allah, Quran chapter 5, verses 20 to 26, to the Jewish people in the year 41 after he asked them through Moses to enter that land.
1: Yeah, there is such confusion in the Quran. Um, It's it's obvious that uh, most most Muslims don't know the Quran any any better than Christians know the Bible. Sadly, sadly. Yeah, and um, so, uh, Usama, why don't you tell us about your ministry? I know that you we are not we are not anti-Muslim, and I know that you are not anti-Muslim. Your ministry is to educate Muslims, correct?
2: Absolutely. Brother, uh, if we do not love the Muslims, there's nobody who loves them. The Bible is very clear that we must love our enemies. I do not call Muslims our enemies because I choose to be their enemies. I call them our enemies because they choose to be our enemies. The purpose of the ministry is equipping the Christians to reach out to the lost Muslims. The purpose of the ministry is to reach out to the Muslims with the gospel. of Jesus Christ. They are victims of Islam. We cannot victimize the Muslims again. The first victims of Islam are the Muslims themselves. And the second victims are the rest of the people of the world. I know that the Palestinians and the Muslims of America are shouting, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be set free. And I believe the Palestinians need to be set free. First, they need to be set free from Hamas. Second, which are the Muslim leaders of that land. Second, they need to be set free from Islam because every Muslim is a victim of Islam. You cannot be free when you are in Islam. And the only way for Muslims to be set free, if they are Palestinians or if they are Egyptians or if they are Americans or whatever countries they are living in, it is to know Christ because he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can be set free except by Christ. Christ is the one who died on the cross to pay for our sins. We are literally victims of our sins. We are slaves of our sins. And because Jesus died on the cross, we can be set free. He paid for our sins. He pays the penalty of our sin, which is death. Jesus died, Jesus was buried, and Jesus rose again to give us life and to set us free. Only the Son can set us free. If the Son set us free, we are free indeed. My heart and my desire for all Muslims watch us right now or those who watch that video maybe a little bit later to be set free and that is to know christ who is the one who can set us free indeed
1: okay and we should also be clear that uh, we are not just blindly supporting uh every jewish person just because they're jewish Uh, because uh, jewish people who deny that uh, jesus christ is their messiah are just as lost as muslims
2: Sure, absolutely. We love all people because Christ commanded us love all people. And uh, many times, Muslim will tell me, "Why do you love the Jewish people?" Why? I said, "I said, do I hate you?" He said, "No." So I love you as a Muslim. Yes. Uh, How much damage have you done to my life? Plenty. How much damage you have done to my country? Plenty. How many churches have you burned in Egypt? How many Christians have you killed in Egypt? How many women have you raped and took as captives in Egypt and you claim that they became Muslim and fall in love with some Muslim men? Plenty. You know that. But we still love you because you are our enemies. Why do I hate the Jews? What did the Jewish people did to me? In that video of Imam Jolani, uh, Imam uh, uh, Yellow, not Yellow, that Imam said that they are aggressions. They are bad people. Excuse me. They did not start October 7. It was the Hamas leaders who started October 7. As a matter of fact, if I look at what the Jewish people did to to the Muslim of Palestine in the last 20 years, they are beyond appreciative. I mean, think about it. The Jewish people give the people of Gaza, the Palestinian, free electricity, free water, free food, Free medicine. Not one Muslim country in the Middle East ever helped the Palestinians as much as even 10% of how the Israeli helped the Palestinians. If the Palestinians will not receive the help of the, of the, of the Jewish people, the, the people of Israel, they will starve to death. They'll have no water to drink. They'll have no medicine for their disease. Look what happened when they stopped. Sending the ate for a few hours or a few days, they run out of food, they run out of water, and instead of the Muslim of Gaza show appreciation and be thankful to the wicked infidel Jew who've been taking care of them for the last twenty years. No, they attacked them on October seventh. What a sad day. Believe it or not, brother. The Palestinians have respect in two countries that is in Israel and in America. No, not one Muslim country. Just last week, once again, the leaders of Sisi, the president of Egypt, and the king of Jordan, once again refused to allow Palestinians to go through the border of Jordan or of Egypt. Why? They said it is high security problem. Yes, indeed. The Egyptian and the Jordanian know that the Palestinian is a problem. But sadly, the Americans do not know that. That's why we allow Palestinians to come to America. And look what these few students and few uh, Palestinians are doing in America. They're rising up the American people by brainwashing them against Israel to protest for the Palestinians. God help us for what is coming to this country in the near future. So anyway, we love the Muslim people as much as we love the Jewish people simply because our Bible teaches to love everybody. This is the mark of the Christian. This is how I know if a person is a Christian or not. Do you love? Yeah, you're a Christian. You don't love? Well, don't you still call yourself a Christian because if you don't love your enemy, then you're not a Christian. But at the same time, we have no prejudice uh, or hatred against anybody. We know plenty of the Jewish people are not godly people as much as plenty of people around the world are not godly people. We love people because simply Christ commands us to love them. Hopefully and prayerfully that they will see our love and they will ask us, why do you love us? And then we can share with them about the love of Christ who command us to love them. And that's how they can give their heart to Jesus and become a born-again Christian. Not a Baptist, not a Catholic, not a Presbyterian, but a born-again Christian because denomination means nothing. Name of group means nothing. You must know Christ as Lord and Savior to be set free and you be truly accepted for his eternity in heaven.
1: Okay, uh, Betty, come on in.
2: I do have a question. What about what the Lord hates? Proverbs 6.16 We hate sin, but we don't hate sinners. We hate wickedness, and we don't hate sin. That's why I always say, I hate Islam. I hate Islam because the ideology of Islam is hate. And when you hate hate, you live love. Let's be said again. When you hate hate, you live love. How can you tell me beheading and raping and killing is a good thing? I hate that. I hate what the Quran teaches the Muslim to do in Quran 47 verse 4. When you meet those who became infidels, strike their necks until you have made a great slaughter in the land. Beheading is evil acts. It is a savage act. And, uh, and now the Muslims are selling the heads of a Jewish soldiers for thousands of dollars? I mean, what else do you expect to be more savage than that? So we must hate Islam but we must love the Muslims. We must hate sin. And we must love sinners. Otherwise, we have to hate ourselves. Because believe it or not, the book of uh, letter, the first letter of John, chapter 1, if we say we are not sinners, or if we have not sinned, we call God a liar. And the truth is, is not in us. There's no difference between me and any Muslims. Because I have sinned as much as every Muslim have sinned. The only difference is my sin is forgiven. Because I accepted the payment which has been paid by the cross, by our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. On that cross, he paid for my sin, but Muslims have not yet.
1: All right. Well, folks, we are just about out of time here. You can find out more information at Yusama's website, thestraightway.org, org, uh, Straightway of Grace Ministry. And Yusama uh, has all kinds of uh, resources there, videos, uh, books, DVDs, and. Um, I should also mention, you can find him on our website, wisconsinchristiannews.com. He's a monthly contributor, uh, writer uh, in the newspaper with very informative articles. Uh, yeah, this last one that you did for us, Yusama, uh, you did at the last minute.
2: <laughs> I, I, <I'm> sorry, <laughs> and it turned out
1: to be one of my favorites. So well, I appreciate I'm you doing that.
2: I'm glad. Well, thank you so much for allowing us to be part of your ministry. It is really joy for us because, believe it or not, for years I searched for places to take my articles, and nobody has the guts like you do. I mean, it it really, it's not an easy thing for you to put my articles there. And we have fought plenty of Muslims who uh, were mad at you and mad at me, and we ended by saying, hey, if you don't like what you read here, why not debate me? And so far, not one Muslim will debate us on these articles. But you have a, a boldness, you have the guts, people should appreciate you and every sta- every station, if it's a radio or TV, who will have somebody like me, these are not to be taken lightly. Believe me, believe me my friends. You will never hear what we share here in many, sadly, Christian stations, radios and TVs. Uh, my articles will not be written in many Christian uh, uh, magazines and newspapers. Why? Because people do not want to shake the boat. People want to have some easy way uh, to do the ministry. We don't want to upset anybody. We don't want to be controversial. But... Christian News standing for Jesus supports them. We do not ask anybody to support our ministry. And I really don't want anybody to support my ministry. I always say if there's a station will carry my program, if the station will interview me, if there's a newspaper, will have the guts to put my articles in. These are the ones that need to be supported because they're standing on the gap and we cannot turn our back against them. So please support Christian news, whatever it takes. Whatever, even a little bit donation. I don't, Brother Rob did not ask you to do that. A small donation in the long run, it will make a difference. Be part of that ministry, not by receiving, but also by giving. It's a blessing to give than to receive. So give and bless that station, bless that ministry, bless the newspaper that will continue to spread the truth because we love the Muslim people and we want them to get saved. How can we be saved unless you hear the truth? And here is a place. With the truth is been told, have been told, and I believe it will continue to be uh, spread from this uh, avenue here. Thank you so much, right. Brother Rob. Thank you, Usama. Uh,
1: we are out of time, but I, uh, uh, Dr. Mike, will be with you next week. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. We'll have Alex Newman, and uh, also coming up in February is Leighton Harton Will be joining me, so we will see you next time. God bless. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Oh,